And now, it's the Whips and Giggles Podcast with hosts Lonnie and Jake. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Whips and Giggles Podcast. My name's Jake. My name's Lonnie. That was a well more enthusiastic, like, Pontins-esque <laughs> holiday rep. You also realise we don't need that anymore because we've got a jingle now. Oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot that we don't have to say our name anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I hope everyone loves our jingle, by the way. Yeah. I fucking love it. 70s porno brief was yeah. fulfilled by that guy on Fiverr. Yeah, literally down to the dot. Like, do you know when I said to him that I wanted like a whip sound effect and mm-hmm. then something after it? And a giggle, I always said, like a little giggle. Was it a whip at the end? I do yeah. say a whip, whip and a giggle. And a giggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got them both in. Shout out to whatever his name is. Can't remember his name, but he's great. Sorry, he got paid for it. He got paid. <laughs> Don't need a shout out. Pay us for a shout out. <laughs> okay, so where, where, where we always start? What have we been up to? Oh my. Oh my, oh my. The winds have changed. Summer is upon us. I can smell it in the air. Mm. And we had a fucking dirty freeze the other day. <laughs> we did. It was hot. Yeah. So it's with a it's with our precious unicorn. Yeah. A cute little unicorn. Jay. It's not really cute when when we're doing she's really e- not evil cute. things. She's really not cute when evil things start to happen. <laughs> but she's lovely, isn't she? Yeah. And it was a yeah, it was a really good night, good like sesh, like three four hours. I think we've put it in the books. So like, what had happened is she'd had some like things go on, hadn't she? And she wasn't mm-hmm. feeling very nice. And I sent her a nice message because I'd seen that she posted about it and stuff like that. And I was like, I hope you're okay. Whenever you want to, you're more than welcome to come and see us and stuff like that. Not in a sexy way, just in like a nice way. Yeah, right. Friends and, first and foremost. And then she sends me a message. Things have obviously clearly got better. And then I was like. Right now, go to our WhatsApp and tell Lana, get it in the books because I've my ADHD will forget this. <laughs> as much as I'm eager for it, my ADHD will not allow me to remember this. Mm-hmm. She did, and then we put a little night out in it. Well, it wasn't even. It was like, do you know what? What I liked about this time, we wasn't like drunk, drunk. I was more drunk than I should have been. I've not been drinking as much recently, so when I have been out, past two weekends in a row, we've gone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both times I've been like way drunk than I should have been yeah I think I've just lost my like tolerance to well, it yeah that's a good thing though isn't it like but yeah. you well, wasn't like you wasn't like levered like we had no. drinks out in like a local place near you didn't we yeah, and then yeah. like we we were like oh fuck it should we just go back and have a few mm-hmm. and like you know I'm a bit skint at the minute anyway comedy's clearly not working <laughs> <laughs> but neither is my actual human job and then you know we go back we crack open a few bottles or whatever I don't even think we finished our last drink before shit started happening. <laughs> I, I remember there was three perfect... I'd made perfect, like, nice... Like, I'd been in the fucking kitchen doing my little cocktail got thing. Got the ice did, out did, did, and everything. Got the ice out, putting the fucking... Get me mixes out and all that shit, right? I'll tell you what happened. You poured them drinks, probably had about half of them. I went upstairs to the toilet, came back down and you were snogging around the sofa. All right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> And I was yeah, like, yeah. here we go. No, I felt... <laughs> Actually, no, I went upstairs to get the toy box. That's what I did. You, yeah, you went upstairs That's to go and get the equipment. Uh-huh. Because we'd made the agreement this time around that we were going to do more kinky stuff. Did we, though? <laughs> we made that agreement. I just don't think we did. No, we spoke... Do you know what, though? We uh, Quite in, in, like, a nice etiquette kind of way. We spoke about safe words. Mm-hmm. We spoke about limits. And then it just turned into a dirty threesome with some toys and shit involved. So always it? happens with us, don't it? But it was good. Yeah. It was fucking good. Uh-huh. It stored firmly in my wank bank. Uh-huh. He came twice. Which is unheard of for me, that. by the way. 
I was so impressed. I know that every lad listening to the to this is like, nah, bullshit, he came six times. No, really, he did. No. But like with a bit of a break, obviously. Yeah, but like, I was interval. so impressed. Because like, you you know, you'd done your bit. We're going to get graphic, aren't we? I'm just going to go get for graphic. the gra- I'm going to go for podcast. it. Say what the fuck you want. <laughs> These dirty bastards, what a way you get graphic, lad. So she's pegging me having a whale of a time and she's absolutely going for it and when I'm drunk I find it really hard to come and then you just put that in there so she was dripping you were there like coaxing her along and you were just like slightly wanky at the side weren't you Um, I've got the wand on me she's drilling me with (laughs) strap on and then uh, you just go do you know what I'm going to do I'm going to come all over you so we're like yeah yeah right (laughs) (laughs) I'm on my back she's like like missionary position right he comes like all over my chest basically Jay just leans down and without prompting licks it all up and your, your mind was just blown wasn't it it was like watching a kid get given mozzarella sticks at a party uh, do you know when they're like gawking like oh my god <laughs> mozzarella sticks kids buzz off mozzarella sticks not chips no it's like any sort of like you, you know exactly what I mean everyone will know exactly what I mean <laughs> Sorry that we didn't all grow Who's up. Who's the Tory in this relationship? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, if I was a kid and someone whipped out mozzarella sticks, I'd be like, oh, oh okay, my God. this is posh. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, I get it a bit more now. It's not an Iceland special, that. No. We was lucky if we got fucking um, turkey nuggets. twizzlers. Yeah, turkey twizzlers. Oh, classics. Anyway, back to the story. Back to the filthy story. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. And then um, Jay fisted me. That was amazing. Um, that was her first time doing it. It was her it? first time doing it. With a bit it. of coaching. And what was amazing was her reaction. I didn't see it because my eyes were rolling in the back of my head, but you told me afterwards, both of you told me that she was like, <gasps> when it went in, because she just couldn't believe what it's, was happening. It's <laughs> twice now where I've tutorialed someone on how to fist you. Yeah. Right. A girl, yeah. right? The first time we was all wired and at a certain oh, yeah. sex rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And your reaction was like, oh my God, whatever, very intense. The person who did it to you the first time wasn't really phased because it's, it's Bilbo. They're, they're up to this every other week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, however, Jay's reaction this time round was genuinely like she turned to me when it had gone in and she's got tiny little hands, bless her. The smallest hands. Like the tiny, like the perfect hands <laughs> for was. like first time fisting. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like her hand goes inside you and she turns to me like... <laughs> You you know like when you hear your tune come on and you're in the smoking area of a, uh, of a... <laughs> great <laughs> reference yeah that like <gasps> <gasps> oh my god <laughs> and she's like she's there doing like I call it the plumber jiggle because like you've got like you know when you like you know you do manual labour but you've got you really got to work it with your arms she's there doing it and like you're like plumber jiggle yeah because like it's like. It's like a straight power move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she was What I loved it. about it, because she was it was the first time she'd done it, she was like checking in, like, is this okay? And I was like, trust me, I'll tell you when I'm not yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it was great. Anyway, and then that happened. And then um, we had whoa, a bit... Whoa, 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 you're not skipping over... You, you're fucking 100% not skipping over this. Between all of this, obviously we was doing some like pretty intense shit, whatever. You was blasting poppers. Like, full-blown, like, fucking Eddie Hall lifting 500 kg off the floor, smelling Heavy salts work. type shit. Heavy work. You, you was blasting poppers to the point where, literally, at one point, you went, ooh, I'm a bit wavy now. <laughs> <laughs> but my brain was, like, 
weird. It, it went weird. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, which is why, why I did it. Why do you it. think, like, gay guys do it and then uh-huh. all, like, have mad orgies? Like, that's the first it, time it I've ever used poppets for fisting. Yeah. Just, they were there and did I was like, oh, whoa, we should use them. I forgot we had them. Mm. In a way, I think so, yeah. It kind of psychs you up, doesn't it? A little bit, which is why I was literally doing it like, <laughs> right, go! <laughs> yeah, literally, like... <laughs> okay, and then, so, that... We played with Jay a little bit more, and then I could just see you getting out of the corner. I was like, "Oh my god, so, he's ready for round two. No, no, no. I, I had I was performance enhanced. I'd add some he of the liquid Viagra, loving. which obviously, if anyone wants to sponsor us, by the way, I you will say give, this in every podcast. I will give you a review because I love the liquid Viagra. The, the the blue pills to me just make me a bit too red and make me a bit whatever. The liquid ones for me, perfect. Mm-hmm. So like. I'd spoken at that point as well that I've not got a... We was having a conversation, weren't we, after we'd all just done some dirty stuff, sitting down, having a sip of our drinks or whatever on your floor in the living room, that that poor carpet. <laughs> and we was having a conversation about I've got like a... I've not got the best refractory period. I know some lads that can like, within five minutes, they can just crack on and get on with another mm-hmm. one or whatever. And like, we're all lay there and I'm talking about that. And then like... Something starts to happen. You were playing with your dick while while you were having. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was leading the witness. <laughs> all right, I'll give myself that. But not that long after we'd all finished, lo and behold, there he is again, King mm-hmm. Arthur pulling the sword out the stone, mm-hmm. and like fucking straight away. Like I remember thinking, I'm just gonna get back to it. Like I obviously I've spoken on this podcast about like my sex drive and like my libido and all that shit and how weird it is to me and like I don't know if it's like psychosomatic or it's genetic or whatever the fucks up me sometimes. Sometimes it's really hard for me to get horny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens in a drop of a hat. But I've noticed at this like time in my life now between like 27 and 29 something's changed and like my you know I'm not waking up with morning wood and all that shit. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here, but what <laughs> I'm getting to is literally that's the first time in a very long time where I was like, oh shit, I'm ready to go again. Lan, mm-hmm. you, on the couch. You understood the assignment, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Straight away, I was like, I'm going to fuck you both. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to keep tagging out of both of you. And I stacked us up on top of yeah, each other. Yeah, you did like, look, guys, if you know what she's on about there. <laughs> it was the P. Della Rillier. Although we didn't quite have the angle. Then we just went side by side. Fun, Fun for me, turns. great view. Two arses, better mm. than one. Anyway, and then mm-hmm. we had a fucking great time. And then when Jay was assisting me with her mouth towards the end. Mm-hmm. I'd already finished at that point and I thought I was going to finish again, didn't I? Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, you were having an out-of-body experience and I'm like, do not stop. I'm like telling her, carry on because you were like... <laughs> she sounded like Nunu, the fucking Hoover. She's like... <laughs> Like, and like, I was like, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Bearing me at the same time, I was trying to get myself off yeah, yeah, yeah. the side watching this. That was like the hottest scene ever. And then, it, yeah, but then you gave I, up. I was, I was like, I imagine it's like when a girl is so close to coming, but the guy's not hitting the right note. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it felt like. It wasn't that she was doing anything wrong. It was just I've already come a lot now at this point, and like my body's just like to this next level. I don't know how to get you there because I've never done it before. I would liken it to right. As a woman who, like, women can have multiple organs back to back, right? It's, yeah. Right. But that, for me personally, straight after orgasm, I can have moments where, and I think this is what happens to you, where it's so heightened, it feels so good, and oh my God, I think I could actually come straight away again. And then I have, this happens every time, then I have a slight, like, dip in that curve. Yeah. And then I have to build it back up again, and then I'll get there again. So what would have... I feel like it tricks you into a yeah. false sense of, like, oh I my God, it's going to happen right again. I should have right down then. Yeah, you obviously she was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. she's a fucking champ. 
But like, if I'd have slowed down then, theoretically, I reckon I could have come again. I've never been the guy to have the reflection period where like I come and then three minutes after can come again. Never, not even one of I don't think I've ever known a guy do that. Ever. I know guys who can. I know guys that don't have a reflection period who just come, carry on, and they get hard again and then they come again. We've watched a porn like that, which is a funny little segue. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. But like straight after, because you were saying it with less than a minute of coming. I could come again here. By the way, guys, if you're listening and you are out there, tell us how. Like, <laughs> teach me this. Mm-hmm. I'm Anakin Skywalker and I need to learn Darth Vader's ways here because this is the dark side that I want to join. <laughs> like, I was genuinely, like, I was, I've never felt that in my life, ever. And that's why I was like, ever. do not stop. And it is, <laughs> and I, I say this, that it's, it's our stamped, signed, sealed, best ever threesome, top shagger moment. Yeah, with that, yeah. that was our best threesome ever. Yeah, it actually really Hands was. Hands down. It was. And what else have we been up to then, Lan? I mean, we went out last weekend, mm-hmm. we bank holidays, we've had two in a row now, aren't we? And just God save the king. Enjoying ourselves. I started watching the coronation on my phone and he was looking at me like, are you all right? <laughs> Is like, it, why are you watching that? Kink aside, you was full-blown watching the fucking coronation on live stream. Oh, for about an hour. Sorry, let's just repeat that again. Jamie, did you hear that, mate? She was watching the coronation on her phone for a fucking hour. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? It wasn't even the main bit. It was when they were being, like, taken from, you know, the freaking Westminster. Oh, my God, to... what was it? The choir was singing now. Oh, wide-set vagina, Camilla, or something wide like that. Wide-set vagina, Camilla. <laughs> so basically, go, so on, go on TikTok, guys, or go on any sort of like platform where there's video, YouTube, whatever, and just type in the, the choir singing the Camilla line. And there was more people saying that it was like wide-set vagina or massive vagina, Camilla. Yeah. But it's so funny because it sounds so like it. But the actual word is something like regina. Is the actual word they're singing and Camilla? That right. So that's why it sounds like Camilla because they actually are saying Camilla, and the song's not about her. It's some I don't know. Some ancient, it is funny. Ancient that's weird too song, close. That though. That's too close. I know. But imagine, like, surely, surely, when they've rehearsed this probably a million times, <laughs> somebody in that room would have gone. Vagina. Should we pick a different song? I feel like we, this is a bit weird. <laughs> nah, cause she, I'm not gonna lie. She probably has got a wide set of down. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her seventies. I don't know anything about elasticity. I'm not the doctor to know, but all I'm going to say is you could she probably... She not kids, has she? What? Has <laughs> 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 she? She hasn't has she. She's not having any kids. No, she just eats them. That's her. <laughs> she got a like, lizard tongue as well. Is that's... That what... It's the next thing you're going to say, isn't it? That's how they stay young, don't they? Also, off topic... What kinks do you think the Royals are into? Obviously, we know what Andrews is, but that's not a fucking thing. No, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Kinks don't put you in prison, guys. FYI. I bet some like proper degradation shit. Based on the shoes that our king was wearing, I reckon he's got the little, the little boy fetish to be like mummied. Because he yeah. had those one, two, buckle my shoes. Oh my god, yeah, he's in there as well. <laughs> oh, TikTok's just been on form the past few days. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about coronation? All right, so what's, all right, okay. What's the king's main fetish? I said the. the, the I reckon he's he's a proper sub, pro, subby little boy. I yeah. reckon, so, and he like the dominatrix, but like, like not in a. I don't think like hardcore, like being fisted sub. Mm. I think yeah, like bit of like like a little boy. I agree with you. Yeah, like the like uh, quite innocent um, and sweet. Mommy, I need. I require. I require changing, mother. And then she like. Oh, diaper shit. Diaper <gasps> shit. Yeah. Diaper shit. Puts the diaper on. That got Jamie. That, that, that got Jamie. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. What um? What do you reckon the prince's fetishes are? Which one? Mummy Harry, issues, Harry and William. Fully mummy issues 100%. again. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they'd be subby. 
I reckon Harry tries Fuck to off. be Do you know what I mean? no, but not in a like. I don't think they're good at it way. I think it's a bit of a suit and tie, tie dom situation. Oh, you reckon they're like you will listen to me, and yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. like really like yeah, yeah. You will assume the sub position one and get on all fours, but then hold on, which is the one that's got uh, is with um, Megan? Harry. He definitely is cock and ball torture. She mm, yeah. she she tortures his she, cock. She is calling the shots in that relationship, isn't she? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, in the bedroom yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, like it, I wouldn't be surprised if he had to wear a cock cage to the coronation. <laughs> Imagine! Oh. Do you know what he didn't say? Like he only went to the actual coronation bit, and then he went home. Apparently, he went. He got on a plane and went straight home. Yeah, so she can take the plug out of him. <laughs> Jesus! The royals' cakes, by the way, definitely. I think we, I think we got that down to the T. I'm proud of that. Right, genuinely, genuinely. We mentioned porn a minute ago. And then we've just mentioned fantasies and the kinks of the royals. Ooh, it's like that's so our, um, like our the theme, theme of the, of the episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many people ask us, do we plan this ep- these episodes? Like, and we're just like, eh, it's kind of, we, we kind of wing it. We go with a theme. Did people think we're dead professional though? We didn't plan that it? segment then. No, we are just guys. Pros. I am so just I've been doing that this funny. forever. By the way, FYI, if you want to book me, uh, my name is Jakey Boy <laughs> Comedy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking gigs for summer. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's just, it's any, it's interesting. Someone give the boy a job. So, that's just fucking cruel. That is just cruel on another level. Yeah, please, guys. I really, don't want to, I really don't want to have to do festival security season. Like, uh, like, if there's anything I want to get away from, it's that. Right. Anyway, okay. Let Let's actually so do the professional the stuff. Uh, yeah. So they don't have to hear me cry. Uh, Porn. 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 I'm just gonna shout porn. Porn. <laughs> right. Porn is a, the universal remote. Right. It is like what everyone isn't allowed to talk about. And if you are in our sort of scenes, it's not like we know what our sort of kinky friends' porn search histories are. No, but why you say something they're interested in there? Why aren't we allowed to talk about it? Okay. Um. I think right with my mates and with you know when I'm on stage and stuff like that, doing stand-up or whatever, I talk about it quite freely because I mm-hmm. really don't give a fuck. There is no shame within me about like that sort of stuff. I see the funny side of it, but then again, I'm the court jester. That is... You're an exception to all That's an rules. exception to the rules. Mm. Do you think your straight-laced friends that you work with would tell you their porn search histories? It's a time and a place, isn't it? Come off it. But like your actual friends, not work friends. Okay. That's, that's your a girly mates that we was yeah. out with the other weekend... <laughs> You know, without naming names, alluding to whatever, could you sit them in a circle and get them to admit their porn histories, like their search histories? Um, I think maybe at this age, yeah. You think at but this interesting age? But interestingly, when we were young, we, no, it was like so taboo mm. and it was never talked about. I started watching porn when I was like maybe 14, probably around that age. I was young and I never admitted it, but I was definitely the first out of all my friends to start admitting it when I was like 15, 16. I'd just be occasionally throwing something in there, like, oh, I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Online. Kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard just about that. Just a bit, that. like, subtle. Yeah, yeah, And then now I'm, like, obviously incredibly open about it. And I encourage o- the conversation. If anyone's friends with me, they know I'm going to make them talk about something rude. So it's just, like... I genuinely bet you was the one that's like, oh, what, why? What's that about? What do you search to find that sort of video? <laughs> no, <And> I'm... It- <laughs> I was the one that was just like, oh, you need to look this up and like do this or like. Fuck off, really? People came to move tips all the time. Um, what you said, you started watching it when you was like 14. I reckon about 14, maybe. I think I was about 12. But that's young for a girl because most girls wouldn't admit they watched it until they were like well past 18. My close friend who I grew up with who was a girl 
like if porn was ever brought up or like anything sexual or whatever, she was always like, like whatever. Mm, mm-hmm. But that felt like the default reaction, in my opinion. Because you men do that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm on about. Mm. Even to this day, I think people are still very like in the closet about what their watching habits are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I know that now the world's sort of come a little bit further as well. There's probably people who are trying to pull away from porn because of the adverse effects of it. Yeah. So obviously now there's a lot of science saying that it's basically the same as taking drugs. If you're constantly using it as a dopamine thing where you're just getting yourself off quick and then, you know, putting it away, it's like your brain treats it as a drug. You know, yeah, it's, people it's, are addicted to it. Yeah, yeah it and that's a, that's a thing, problem. Yeah. So, the, you know, that's another reason why probably people don't speak about it as much. But... Mm. The first thing that, like, I think of when I think about, like, the people who watch porn predominantly, I think porn's for everyone, first off, but I think there is also sort of, like, a bit of a rebellion now against porn because the sort of way that OnlyFans has gone and stuff like that, it's sort of... It's took away the sort of power from like the people who make porn. Like you would expect like the seedy dudes to be running like porn studios and shooting with girls and paying them and whatever. And now it's made it sort of like an independent market. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're not the first fucking podcast to speak about this. But my perspective on it is like it's kind of put the power back in the hands of the people that should have the power. A hundred percent. And I think that's what a lot of people's issues will have been in the past about porn. It's always been seen as a seedy industry where it's men making money Like a girl goes to a casting couch. Yeah. And then, yeah. And they might not really want to do it. They're like being pushed into it. It's like a. Definitely more so in like America and stuff. That's what it seems like. Like Where porn really originated. Mm. Was it in Silicon Valley? I mean the porn, the big all the big porn studios. From what I've been, yeah. what I'm aware, I watched a really good documentary about this a few years ago, um, and then I watched Sasha Gray's documentary. Uh, she's an ex porn star now. She came out of the industry, mm. um, and she spoke about when she first got into it. It was like the early two thousands, so mm. like it was like San Francisco, LA, whatever. And she lived in LA and she was friends with all the celebrities and shit like that. Do you remember when we were speaking about uh, that guy that was on Joe Rogan the other week, the painter? Oh, yeah. What's he called him? She's very close friends with... uh, David Cho. David Cho. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. she's really good friends with him. And he had a podcast in his art studio that she went on while she was a porn star. And she was speaking about the whole experience well before. So if you can go out on YouTube, you can find that yourselves and listen to her experience then. But now when you hear her on this documentary talking about it, she said that, like, when she got into it, she had, like, a a phone call conversation with this, like, seedy old, like, guy who was, like, a big-time porn producer. And he was saying, what are you willing to do? Because that's obviously, like, what the first... And she was, like, literally anything. And she was the anything girl. Mm, That's mm. why I... I, She's my favourite porn star of all time. (laughs) She was filthy on, like, another level. And he went, you gotta go far, kid. Literally, like, like, like a full... It sounds bad, doesn't it? it? And then from that, she made, obviously, she made a... A real big name. Yeah, she was. She really did. She (laughs) really did. She pushed that really far. And then you know that was her sort of experience. But I think that's what it was. Sort of that early two thousands where it was like still being shot in studios and whatever. And I know that's still the case now. But I think the market has definitely been split down the middle, especially with people like um, Becky. What's her face? Mills. Becky Mills. If you want to come on the podcast, by the way, we'd love to have you. We'd actually love it. Who's working with Dick Bush? Who's the Brazzers? 
director, yeah, right? Yeah. And she's making like funny parody porn for OnlyFans with she's different mint. people. I fucking love it. I mm-hmm. think it's mint. She understands the humour of it. She understands that it still has a place, but she's doing it and making it completely independent. Yeah. Which I think, by the way, if you could, much like us doing this podcast, if you can do something off your own back and fucking flourish in it or something you love, mm. fucking more power to you. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. And do you think like that change in the industry where it is way more self-made like, do you watch them videos? Do you prefer that style? So, I, like, professionally produced, more, like, at home? I'll say my captured. perspective on it. You can say your perspective yeah. on it. So I, I I will... You could go through my Google history now and you will find when, obviously, I've tried to crack crack a wank out at, like, three in the morning, OnlyFans leak, da-da-da-da-da-da, such and such a person. Just, I'm like, if I see a link up... He link doesn't in pay bio, for it, guys. Oh, sorry, yeah, I don't pay. <laughs> um, if, you, if you want to give me free subscriptions, let me know. Anyway... Um, <laughs> I thought we were here to support the sex I'm, workers. Yeah, but I'm skin. There's a difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I need to spot you. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, no, I I will do that occasionally because I kind of like the homemade feel sometimes. Mm. There is something about that. Yeah. However, most of the time, I will just throw on P-Hub. I don't want to say the name because I feel like they could, they could bollock us for mentioning them. Yeah, I get it. I think it depends on your mood. And I agree with that. And I'm of the same kind of thought. But I feel like... The videos on P-Hub are more the produced stuff. I don't yeah. know about actually saying that. Way more of what is... There is more girl at home type stuff. Yeah, way more of like people give like little like teasers to what would be on their OnlyFans. Yeah, them segment videos. In, in yeah. there, which is... Yeah, I do watch some of them, I guess. But I, I think it's a good mix and it's, it's better because they're just making money in their own time, in their own way, probably often in their own homes. Yeah. With their own partners sometimes, However, which is like... Yeah, even better. Then, 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 then you don't have to you don't have to do the whole testing thing. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you, you're being as safe as possible. It's well safer. It's well safer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, I'm, I am going to say because of how accessible it's become to be an independent star, mm. I think there is a bit of an adverse effect on it, and I might get a bit of flack back from this for, for saying this. I think there's girls that might have even just turned eighteen, right? They've seen that people are making money. Yeah. And then the first thing they're doing is making an OnlyFans account and putting content on there. You couldn't have asked me at 18 to make an adult decision like that yeah. and it be a qualified, well-versed decision to make. In the UK, it, you can you can legally start shooting porn from the age of 18. I don't know what it is in America, but I know for a fact mm. that like there's been... Obviously, you've definitely seen the news articles and shit like that of like... There was a girl who, like, she turned 18 and her mum was already making porn and they make OnlyFans together in the UK. I think it's no. dead weird. I do. I, I, there's, really, there's a part of me that feels like... on many levels. And this is like... I'm not going to do the whole, like, feminism thing here. I don't even want to say that as the equation, but I think if you're trying to empower yourself, I don't think this is the way to go about it. Like, if you're of that age, you need to stew on something like that for a few years and make that decision. Because, like... Much like the way the porn industry first started, girls had a sell-by date. I don't know if you know about this. Oh, yeah. So it was like, you from the age of like 18 to like 20, I think it was like 22, 23 at a push. It's younger than you think, innit? You was mm. at your highest demand because mm. obviously it's the whole like 18-year-old, whatever, whatever title, right? Teen. With, teen, mm. yeah. And like, obviously there was, a, there was a selling point for that. People now, if they know that like you're of high value in that respect in the OnlyFans space... Yeah, you're going to get a few more collaborations with like male performers, like the male talents and whatever, whatever. But it seems to me like it's going back to the old school way of porn. It seems a little bit more like, are you making this decision? And yes, you are making a financial benefit out of it that you Mm. wouldn't have before. But I don't know if if, uh, that age to me, 
seems fucking like not right not 100% right I'm not saying it's every girl by the way because I'm sure there's plenty of people at 18 that know that know themselves but there's a, there was literally a girl who like on the day of her 18th birthday launched an OnlyFans yeah I, 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 never, I am in I agreement like... I think if you look back right here's the, the closest example I could give some of the nudes that I sent when I was 18 if I could take them back oh yeah do you know what I mean and that's yeah. just like to what one or two people that yeah, yeah, probably yeah. didn't go much further than that and even that, you think, oh, I don't like the fact that they've, they've probably either still got that or they've yeah, seen it, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Imagine that for millions of people. Your digital footprint now is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you like really need to be accountable for it and know that you're happy for that in years to come. And yeah, you might be making the money now, but like, will it affect you down the line? Potentially. I don't know. I'm all, I'm all for people having their own agency and having their like, do whatever the fuck you want approach. But like, you cannot... Um, do something like launching OnlyFans at 18 and not have people say to you, are you sure that you want to do this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like, there's also as well, and this is another part of porn that I take issue with, there's clearly a lot of like mental health issues within the porn industry and people who've got a low self-worth and all of those sorts of things. I've, I've known adult performers and I was obviously, as I mentioned on the podcast before, I was with a girl who now is an adult performer who only does it with her partner and stuff like that. And it is only fans and that sort of thing. When she first got into the industry, she was going through the process of coming off uh, certain drugs and whatever. And she was doing it solo. And like, I remember thinking in the back of my head when, when like that was the case, I was like, are you in the right mind right now? Would a therapist say this is a good enough decision? Yeah. Is, is, it, is it the right time to make this decision? Because mm-hmm. now, now you're exposing yourself and even that has some sort of a self-harm element to me. It feels like it's the same reason for kink. I would If somebody was like not in the right mindset to do a scene, you wouldn't do the fucking scene with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like people will happily just be like, okay, and now I'm going to go and get fisted by 12 guys even though I'm not in the right I'm, I'm not even making just, a joke there do you know what I mean like, yeah it's just being aware of the ramifications of your actions you can think it's all well and good in the moment and we've all been guilty of doing these things not even sexual not even kink like yeah going out drinking when you're not in the right mind frame like you can apply yeah. this to so many things in life that we do as forms of escapism or something that you just think in that moment is the best idea in the world and you regret it a day a week a month a year yeah. years later we've all done that kind of thing but when it has such a major ramification on your life you've got to consider if like that is going to affect you down the line and it but, probably will it just depends on what scale it affects yeah. you if, if there's any like mental health professionals that listen to this who have a different opinion on this please do speak to us about it as well because like I would say that obviously if somebody at that age as well is thinking about getting into the adult industry they probably need to do some research first they probably need to speak to some stars who do they call them stars anymore creators creators I think creators isn't it? like yeah. or whatever and have them base their opinions and you know you know make make an informed decision Mm. before you do something like that but other than that when you pass that age and whatever and you're killing it on OnlyFans fucking happy days isn't there a really famous part is it Mia Khalifa Mia Khalifa yeah yeah. didn't something happen with her that long long ago when she came out of the porn industry and she was like I I hate the fact that all my videos are out there sure yeah so she kind of she kind of retracted she didn't say that that's kind of like what the headline said so from what I've been made about she spoke at Oxford the other day about this. Jesus. Yeah, which I find crazy. Anyone who's had that many people come in the face, probably. It's just, it's conversations that are taken seriously now, isn't it? It's surreal though about, obviously, like, you know every guy that was in that audience as well was like, that 
that's Mia Khalifa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things I've seen her do. No, but it just shows that conversations like that do get taken seriously yeah. now because they are like... Of course, yeah. The sex industry is bigger than it's it massive. ever was and ever will be and it's yeah, going, yeah. only going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. And like with that, people like Mia Khalifa and, you know, Sasha Gray and stuff like that need to, will obviously keep coming more and more out of the woodwork mm. and will keep speaking about their opinions of like the industry is like seedy in these ways. Be mm. careful. But if you're going to make your money, make your money. Do you know what I mean? That's so does she regret it? What was the no, actual so like, gist you of it? I don't want to like I don't want to sp- paraphrase or speak out of turn, but go and listen to what she said when she spoke at Oxford. Right. I listened to a few clips of it; it was interesting. And then go and listen to the interview that she did with I think it was um like one of Logan Paul's mates' podcasts or whatever. Okay. Um, she had a really good conversation about it, and she's re- like she's really intellectual. Like she's she really knows herself, mm. and obviously she's done the work now that she's through that side of the industry. So I think she still makes some sort of content, maybe like modeling for whatever i don't know the full but she is still somewhat involved but like not in the sense of like you know having a gangbang on a tuesday and then popping out for a in and out burger the next day do you know what i mean all right let's bring it back then a little bit away from the industry and just porn in general so um what are your thoughts on watching porn getting off and watching it together to do so so we're obviously You'd never done it before me, right? I hadn't. I don't really wanted to, but I just don't know why I never had. We're avid fans of this. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Like I think it's like a it's like a little shared moment because it, it also, to me, it's like you're seeing what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Then you're getting off on the idea of doing that with me. Mm-hmm. And then we're just getting off together. Mm-hmm. A little bit of mutual masturbation, a little bit of porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just Very like fun. a... We, I feel like we do it sometimes as just like an alternative way of getting off, just like doing something a little bit different. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And it's more relaxed yeah. in a way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, like, the other night, it fucking... Well, you changed your mind. Yeah, I was like, I watch Agno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, it's interesting that I'd never done it before because, um, I don't know, just never had a partner that was, like, really keen on doing it. And, and I guess I'd never really suggested it. Had you never it. suggested it? No. No, and then, like, the minute that you first suggested it to me and I was like, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. let's do that. Like, I feel like it is just such a solo activity, generally speaking, for most people. And masturbation's a solo activity, generally yeah. speaking, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it's you time, Which isn't it? Which is why when when you bring that in, you're doing that together, with even take porn out of it if you're just masturbating in the same room as your partner. Even that, the first time you do it, you're like, oh, this is actually quite weird. I remember the first time I masturbated while my partner was watching me. Yeah. Like, they, you know, instructed me to do it. And I remember being like, no one's ever watched me do this before. Because mm. they're normally always involved in some way. But yeah. yeah being watched doing that, it's just I, a weird level of intimacy it's that you don't normally give out to other people. Yeah. And then when you introduce porn, you made a comment on my fucking how I wank in comparison to how you wank. I, yeah, I've never my seen hand position. you wank before. Like, so for reference, never seen guys, wank like that for reference, I do like the it's like a thumbs up position. It's well <laughs> But you've got like that's what I mean. It's stuff like that, like because it is like a it's a solo act. You watch porn, you get off. Uh-huh. Like if I'm not with you and I'm at home or I'm working and I've been at home or whatever, like it like you know that's what I would do when I get home from work. Like it's just me cracking one out. Mm-hmm. But when you do it with a partner, so like. I'd only ever done it a handful of times in the past with previous partners, but like it was always like something that was on the back of my mind. Like, and even to the point where sometimes where like I was in when I'd gone back to the vanilla world for a little bit, say, right, I was with a partner and I was like, "Do you want to put on some porn that you're into and we can mm. whatever?" Just so I could see what they were into. Yeah, that's yeah? A, it's a really good idea because they were yeah. really like this certain person was like really self conscious about the body and like even when it comes to sex and stuff like that they would they were really sort of like not into certain positions because of the way they thought they looked and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, understandable. And I, I kinda mm. to want to take away that sort of 
I, I did everything in my power as well up until this mm. point. It's that person's insecurities, whatever. But then I was like, do you want to put some porn on and like show them what you're into and like we'll we'll play like whatever. And like she was really apprehensive, like mm. really because I get how vulnerable it is and whatever. Mm. And she'd already done stuff in front of me before at this point. And then uh, I remember like one day we was a bit drunk, and then she was like, "Yeah, I'll show you what I watch." And she put on like the most like boring fucking like, and I swear like it was like the shittest like. I swear <laughs> she just went on Pornhub and typed in regular couple sex. It was that. I feel shit. like there is genres of sex that lend themselves more to men, men and more to women, don't they? Like it she, just is no, the case. No, like it wasn't even like you know like there's. Have you seen? So there's a porn company called Porn for Girls, right? And it's like really intimate <laughs> and passionate or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. So basically, it's porn directed by female porn stars right, right? Mm-hmm. i believe that's the case i don't want to speak out of turn and like they have like certain male talent that all the girls love yeah so if you know your james deans and all that type oh, my of james sh- is yeah, my yeah right so like <laughs> and then they'll have like it's sort of like it's all the build-up so like the flirting in the bar and all that stuff and then it's oh. like well, so she skipped to like the point where they were like just missionary kissing and not fucking yet and she was like do you like that and i was i, ref- I fucking <laughs> i don't remember what i said i was like yeah it's hot do you know what I was like, inside I'm just like I wish you was eating my bum right now and tasing my cock do you, know, <laughs> do you know what I mean like the the inner kinky Jake was just yeah, like yeah yeah too nil for you this is awful anyway yeah. but yeah so like it's not a bad thing and then, you know to that person if you ever listen to this podcast you probably won't but like you know more power to you if that's I feel like girls definitely do like it a little bit tamer in porn you have to watch the build up to a degree, right? Okay, let me. No, 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 no. no. Like, so, like, your my experience of this review is every time we threw porn on together, right? If I normally, lads, this is for you. Where do you skip up to? The, the on Pornhub, they've done this for you. So sometimes they'll put like they'll put tiles in, so yeah, you can skip to certain yeah. positions. Mm. Fucking top tier, by the way. And I've said the name of the fucking company down here, so who gives a fuck? So I'll skip to certain bits and then crack on from there. You? No, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't do that. Right. You like literally from like if it's a fucking plumbing scene, you want to see the guy go knock knock knock. Hi. No, Hi. no, 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 no. Right. Let me correct him. I know why you're saying this. It's not that extreme. Like I won't. I'll skip the talking I, because do you know why? More than anything, because it's just such bad acting that I just can't watch it. That turns you off. <laughs> yeah, that turns it, me it off. Bugs me. So, but I if if there is a storyline, I need to get a bit of the storyline in. But I will watch like. The kissing at the start. I will right. watch that. But if it's really long, no. It depends on the type of scene. I'll always watch the foreplay. But more, like, the, the things I hone in on, like, I really like watching a guy, like, licking a girl's pussy. Like, I love watching that. That's fine. I so, understand. Like, if there's, if there's an that. entire bit of that, I am there for the whole thing. You really like that guy that the, uh, is he called the Pussy Licker? Mr. Pussy Licker. Oh Mr. my god, girls, yeah. seriously, just search that guy. That guy. He's, he is he's, unreal. He's, like, even it's I like so his good. Stuff. Yeah. So good. Anyway. I watch that. The minute that a blowjob scene comes on, I'll watch about ten seconds of it, and then I'll get bored because it, it's they always go on for too long, and it's because it's it's for the guy it's watching, the guy. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And it, that annoys me. So I always skip through that, and then the minute that they get down to the sex, and then I might skip a little bit throughout the sex if they're doing like a million positions for like long periods of yeah. time. Depends how long the, the thing is. So the, yeah, do you watch some of the build up? Well, Not more all build of up it. than I need because obviously I'm done in. I can be done in. You've like put porn on with, with me before, and it's like um. The the anal in the first minute, <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I need I need more than that. Because that's how and it then you're there, be. like, oh, like I'm getting I'm getting close, and I'm just like, I'll be at least ten minutes. Like, don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I'm a simple creature. I, like, do you like watching gifs and stuff on Reddit though? Don't I can, you? Like, I can do the you... gif thing. I can watch. Yeah. I can watch WebMs where it's like a literally a 15 second clip or like a compilation sliced together of all the sexy shit, and I'll get off on that. Like that's how stimulated as a guy I can be, and it's because obviously like we get off a, a lot quicker than yous. Generally speaking, generally yeah, speaking, I do agree. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and like you know, unless you're a really sensitive girl, you're not going to come very quick. So like, you know what I mean? Like, well, but when we're and doing I know it, it together, takes me a while. we we take that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I take that into account, and I will let you watch the fucking boring bits. You give me about fifteen minutes, don't you? Yeah, fifteen but minutes you know, for a is a fucking long time. If I'm on my own, I would probably like I wouldn't need it. I'd just take about thirty minutes. Because 30 I enjoy, minutes. I'd enjoy that time. Like part of the enjoyment of wanking is enjoying the sensations of it. It's not all about the end result. Listen, right? If I took <laughs> 30 minutes to have a wank, I'd go downstairs, put some food in the air fryer, go upstairs, throw my porn on, and I'd be this would be like a luxurious wank, by the way. Yeah. I'd fucking kick me legs out, I'd wait for me fucking cheese toasty to be cooking away in the fucking air fryer, and at the moment of completion I'd hear the ping. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that would be, that's my ideal wank, but there's no way that's on, like, because no, like, most of the time when you're having a bit of me time, in my opinion, you might have a different opinion. If I'm going to crack a wank out, it's at the end of a day. No. I do it's like, I'll get home from, like, I'll take my work boots off, I've been wrestling scousers at work, fucking, I'll be covered in bruises, covered in sweat, whatever, jump in the shower, get in bed. At that moment mm, where I start mm. to feel comfy, I'm like, I'm going to crack a wank Yeah, but that, that's the ideal situation, I do completely yeah. agree with that, but I just wank in the middle of the day sometimes. So work from home. If you, what, you... <laughs> <laughs> Do it in front of my computer all the time. It went from, like, <laughs> so, like this, is the, this is the issue, like, so, like, when everyone started working at home, the fucking the amount of people that got caught on Zoom as well wanking. Oh yeah, never was done that. Insane. In fucking I remember, insane. So I remember when I first started working at home, I used to like, you know, bring my laptop screen down just in case I'm on the off chance on the my off camera chance was, on. was on. I don't yeah. anymore. Like I'm 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 versed in it, yeah, yeah. I know. But um yeah, I did to begin way with. Way back in the day, here's a weird one for you. I've just remembered in the back of my head. Uh, way back in the day when MSN was a thing and I was a kid, hmm. I remember I was on <laughs> cam to a few people. Because obviously that was the regular thing to do, right? Uh, yeah. And I was sorting myself out. And I, to this day, don't know if any of those people saw me doing it, right? What do you mean? Well, you didn't do it for them? No, just... I was just, I just forgot that I was on cam. And I was just cracking one out. And like, obviously it's like <laughs> sketch anyway. But thank fuck it was all people that I went to school with. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Guys and girls though, do you know what I mean? It was a bit fucking voyeur, like... <laughs> I'm just picturing but, you now like that dreamy ball guy, like, oh, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> so, confession, I used to, when I was probably too young, I'm, I, I want to say 15, I used to talk to a guy that didn't go to my school on MSM, and I used to masturbate over webcam with him. Definitely a 35-year-old man in Bosnia. No, 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 I know him. And I still know him now. <laughs> he just went to a different school than me. He, he knew somebody that I knew from a different school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I got so talking to him hot. on MSN. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah a lot. I get it. So back that's in, bad, bad, in the, again, in the emo MSN days, there was a, like I say, I, t- I think I've told this to you, I went to Skelmsdale once to meet a girl. And I definitely thought I was going to get skinned and buried in a fucking... Skelmsdale? It's the shithole between, like, it's it's... Merseyside but it's like near Liverpool near whatever whatever and for months and I mean months I was in like an online relationship with this girl where we would do stuff on camera with each other all that shit she would send me nudes the whole fucking thing way too young for all this shit by the way maybe like 15 right making your own porn and I got to Skelmsdale and she was like the most 
like, and I say, I don't say frigid lightly, like she wouldn't hug me, but I'd already seen a bum all at this point. That's funny, isn't it? It was insane. Doing things online changes you though, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? But how fucking bad was that at that age? We was able to do that. I know, yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. well bad. And we were like the start of that revolution. Imagine what they're doing now. God fucking forbid. And that was, bear in mind, you were doing that on your freaking dial-up internet on your probably shared family computer. Shared, yeah, it was on my dad's computer. While your mum was like, can I go on the phone? Sounds Get so the bad, that doesn't, Jamie. It's like, it's like the worst thing in the world, bro. Like, I think back to that and I'm like, how the fuck did like... That was when the internet was like the fucking... It was like the Wild West. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank fuck there's some level of like... You know, you can put like a family control on a fucking tablet now. Yeah, yeah. We fucking fuck have to. Me. Yeah. Snapchat's bad, though. That Snapchat's they a fucking... They all send news on that, don't It's they? fucking awful. I, at one point, worked in schools, FYI, and there was a whole thing, like one of the briefs that we had was like, if you see a kid on Snapchat in class is like, you pull their fucking phone off him. Really? Yeah, yeah because it was like, it was rife. I'm not going to say the name of the school, obviously, not Definitely a chance. Definitely don't say the name but of like, the school. But, like, they got in a lot of trouble. Like, a lot, a lot of trouble. Um, right, we're going to do something now. Weird segue. We've both discussed doing this, but we haven't discussed with each other what we're going to do. We're oh, gonna, shit, yeah. We're going to expose our P-Hub search history. So, no, you so can't... So, is it, no, we'll say Pornhub. We we'll say Pornhub. So, we're going to go one for one. <laughs> that's funny so, so this we, is what this is what's in our search bar now the uh-huh. first five things and this is genuine right I went on it last night and I screenshotted it just in case I couldn't get on it I in went on this morning Wi-Fi because I'm not in my home and my phone's a bit weird about stuff like that yeah so this is genuine you've not doctored it in any way not genuine on, on, on my Mars life okay and this is what we've searched it's the top five things that we've searched in the past what few days whatever depends how often you've been uh, on yeah, it in depends, that time it depends how long okay do you want to go first or I go first? Before we start, I just want to say, this really does sum up my kinks in the most amazing way. Mine's fucking all over the shop, but we'll get to that. Okay, I'll go first. Ripping clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's you. That's very Isn't much it? you. We all know the story of our little CNC incident. It's such a precise thing to search, though. <laughs> I get it, though. I get it. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be very much because alone. I'll tell you. Like, can I just put a bit of backstory? Yeah. I always try and search for CNC, and it, it. But you know, you can't search for that. No, you can't it. search for that. So you have to find all the buzzwords so, around it. I'll tell you those ones. And I, if you if you guys want to know, we'll put it on the Whips and Giggles story at some point. Um, <laughs> so my first one was breast milk fetish. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come up? Did stuff come up for that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a, oh, a, some later. fucking absolute <laughs> angel like. Gorgeous Swedish-looking, like traditional mum type vibes, right? Breast. Sorry, Jamie, mate. <laughs> ah, that's gonna be fucking. She's squirting titty milk in, in the guy's mouth while he's while she's like riding him, and then like yeah. he's sucking at his, and then he's wanking off with it. I'm like, I'm, I was literally like, like, if you think I come fast now, I'm like, fuck me. Ten seconds. I was. I'm bad at girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> okay, right. Number two of mine is fucked in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> right, see? <laughs> fucked in the woods. Like, you're it's just, just all versions of CNC. It's literally, yeah, you're, you're like really digging for it. Uh, yeah, right, we'll do a fucking scene in summer. Well, I, I promise you. Like, it carries on. Right. And is it fucked in the woods. Did you find anything for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's there was quite... one actually the one I watched. I specifically remember what I clicked on after searching that. It was this like secretary woman who was like out for a walk, 
in the woods, Hot. right? Yeah, yeah. clearly wasn't. Um, and yeah, some guy just comes up behind her and starts fucking her aggressively. It was very hot. Yeah, cool. I like. That. I really <laughs> like that. It's a good premise. It's like, but you you really want that CNC? It's my you? premise. Yeah, yeah. My next one is anal slave. <laughs> <laughs> Predictable. Specifically, and I'm gonna say this because everyone will get a kick out of this who's listening to it. The castle comes up as the first frame. Oh, yeah. You already know what oh, we're about. Yeah. I think it's kink.com. Yeah. And then like, quite literally, it was a girl that was on like this very, very, very cool spreader bar situation. Mm. And like multiple guys all dressed in black around the room. And like there's a lead guy and they've all got balaclava. It's fucking my wet dream, dancer would say. And she's literally like, it's my first time. And, <laughs> and it really wasn't. There are ones where what I always find funny is half of them, they interview them afterwards and like, do you have a good time? They're like, it was the best thing I've ever like, done. Fucking cum dripping through their eyes and shit. I love it. I always make me laugh. There's something really comical about like the end of the palm for me. Isn't there? Okay, right. My next one is outdoor squirt. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a garden product. (laughs) If we was buying that for your garden from like fucking B and M. Get your own outdoor squirt today. Outdoor squirt. That's just a combination of two things that I really like watching. <laughs> Do you just like outdoor the idea porn of someone squirting, squirting in nature? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's p- perfect combination. I love that. Uh-huh. That's such a specific way. Isn't it? I love that though. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, my next one is a specific porn star. It's uh, Ray Little Black. Uh, she's a Japanese gothy porn star. Uh, okay. And um, specifically, I was looking for a video that she'd posted a clip of on, or like a f- screenshot on her like... Instagram and it was a, you know the real life hentai things yeah yeah where like she's got like multiple tentacles going into her uh-huh, we've mentioned like, this before yeah, yeah but yeah. obviously like they pump loads of come into her and shit like that uh-huh. so it's like a toilet scene she posted a literally within five seconds of a post that I remember going on Pornhub like with my dick in my hand just like find it find it <laughs> what did you search to get it I found I searched her and then it come up it was oh, like right, yeah so her name specifically so Ray okay. Little Black if you want to go watch that guys okay. uh, it's fucking great <laughs> All right, my next one is um, very much in keeping with the previous, and it's just an alternative. W- me thinking, what other word can I use for CNC? Manhandled. Manhandled. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a bit weak, but I, I need other words. Help me out. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I told you, I, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna show you how you find it. Uh-huh. But like manhandled, it, manhandled. That also, that could just be any pawn. Like quite rough. Pawn, to be fair, it was whatever. a really disappointing search because it just came up with girls being fucked. Just Don't like search like guys. Waste manly, of time. Like fucking. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I've spoken about the whole like, oh my god, casting couches are so bad. But like the next thing I search. <laughs> hypocrite was bang casting now the reason it's because bang bros obviously they're like the ones where they have sex in the back of the car bang casting however is like the casting couch before they get onto bang bros and they have on like really good male talent oh, like james dean and whatever okay, okay. and it's like Never new it's like new girls but like also like veterans so like uh abella danger and shit like that oh, like yeah, ones that like are like really down to fuck but like it's like a casting couch at the most extreme like these girls are getting like fish hooked on a casting couch where normally it'd just be like a blowjob scene an anal scene and a pussy scene or whatever these girls are like literally like piss inside my ass do you know what I mean but like it's like it's like it's the it's the fucking most extreme casting couch do you know what I've just popped into my head and it's the worst image ever it's only smells (laughs) (laughs) by the way if anyone knows what that means if you know what it's only smells is it's you, a casting couch video. It is fucking funny. It's disgusting, don't watch Go it. Go on efuck.com and watch Horrible, it. horrible. Right, last one. You're gonna. This is your favourite one of mine, I know for sure. Mm. Ready? Mm-hmm. 
Goff squirt. Goff squirt. <laughs> Goff squirt. <laughs> Did you find anything good? I saw a golf squirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. I can't to be honest, can't remember what actually came up, but I imagine golf squirting. I bet it was a Burning Angel video. They're the, like the main people who do like mm-hmm. alternative models who like all covered in tattoos, squirting on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's well good. you you. I think you'll know this was in my search, but like it wasn't recent enough that it was like. Because obviously, the, like normally it's the top three, and I'll just click on the top three and just get myself off. Whatever, right? Glory hole free use cream pie. <laughs> yeah. That's your genre at the moment. That's You've like, actually spoke to me about that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. glory I, hole. I, stuff. I, I fantasize quite often about doing a glory hole thing, mm-hmm. like, and you know, the whole like idea of like multiple people, whatever. What and it, mm-hmm. that to me is like one of my biggest like kinks at the minute in terms of like, and we've not done it yet. Obviously, we'll definitely do it at some point. But like, it's definitely one of my favorite things. Those check glory holes don't don't quite scratch the itch for me. I like finding the personal ones. Like what? So like kind of like the OnlyFans-esque girls doing it with like their partner or whatever, but it's like well more sexy. Do you know what I mean? I kind of like a dirty glory hole scene. Like, do you know this is how much I'm... I'm like a wine connoisseur for glory <laughs> yeah. hole scenes. Aren't I? When they do this, but specifically when yeah, this yeah, is yeah. happening. When the wood's a little bit too, you know, creaky. You know what I mean? Like when, I, No, I like the check glory hole stuff, but I also like the... Uh, I just like these like OnlyFans creators who are making it clearly with like one person and it's like it's you can tell it's staged but it's like still really hot. Okay, I've not seen any of this. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to show me. So every fucker who's listening to this will definitely go away and fucking check these out. Yours, do you know what? Are you not find it interesting about yours? You obviously I'm a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like I, I know what I like, but I've also been watching porn nearly obviously now for like over ten years. But men are easy, and I'm, not, I'm I am going to generalise it. Men are easy. We could go onto the first page of Pornhub and just tap a video, and we've done that together and whatever. But yeah. like, genuinely, like if I'm in the mood where I'm like, I'm going to get specific. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like Patrick Bateman level, like down to the fine details. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you search something like Goth Squirt, it's quite broad, quite general. But I've I don't have like I don't really have favourite porn stars really. I don't really have like certain real specifics where I know that this is what I want to watch. You like they Bella? Are... Yeah, but I don't search for her. If I scroll past her, I'm like, oh yeah, I like her. You like James Dean? I do, yeah. To be fair, he's probably the only poster I will ever search for. Who's and that there's one only that certain was... videos he's done that I'm like, I need to find that one specific video that I've watched about 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it you like about James Dean so much? How rough he is. Yeah, because he looks quite normal, doesn't he? That's, yeah. I think that's his selling point. Yeah, but he's he's so rough and like it's the way he treats the girls. It's just like it's just hot. <laughs> Stop it. We're in public. Poor <laughs> oh, Jamie. No. <laughs> I can't wait for Jamie to come in next time in the studio and just be like, "So I went away, and I looked at that glory glory old scene, mate." Oh, I thought you were going to do Taking notes in the corner, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've warped his poor mind. I know. Bless him. That was fucking great. By the way, guys, we really didn't set that up. We like, didn't. Because we, uh-huh. we thought about this segment in the car the other day. We, like, yeah. We're like, we were just like, oh my God, we've you've not seen my porn up search history in a while. I've not seen yours. Let's do that. And, and I'm like, really glad that was way, actually what was on there. It could have been worse. Can I just do something now? If you're a fan of the podcast and you've got a partner, could you film a video and send it to us where you both do this with each other? I would fucking love to see mm-hmm. people's partners 
saying this back and forth. You don't have to be in it. Just say it, whatever. If you want to stay anonymous or whatever. Or just, or just screenshot it and send it into us. Oh my God, yeah. So we can see everyone's. And we'll put the best ones on the story. 100%. If you want it to be anonymous, just put in it that you want it to be anonymous. We won't, we won't, you know, say names. It's so fucking Any version funny of me. telling us what your top five is and we will put some on our stories for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Porn is like the Kindle into the fire, right? So I think a lot of people get ideas from porn. Mm-hmm. And obviously, porn and real sex, before you all start biting me fucking ear off, yes, porn and real sex are not the same thing, but you can pick up some tips and tricks from porn and bring it to your partner and do it in the way that you guys like to do that sort of thing. I think I wouldn't be as kinky as I am today if I hadn't have watched and seen some of the porn that I saw mm-hmm. when I was younger, mm. right? And a lot of my fantasies now come from stimulation of yes i look at a lot of fetish photography that's one of the things that i'm constantly browsing through on like instagram and shit like that like and i'm like oh my god that's a really cool fucking thing or when we're on i'm on fet or whatever and i see something like that's a really cool scene and we've spoken that we like the creative side of that Mm -hmm. when it comes down to pure sexual fantasy sometimes for me that is right in the moment They'll be like, like that? obviously, because we set obviously in kink, we set up a scene and we talk about what we're going to do beforehand, and then we do a scene, right? But mm-hmm. like, if we was in the middle of a scene, say like, a, if you was like on a spreader or whatever, and we've already discussed that we're going to do anal, what, blah, 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 all these things, and then out of nowhere, if I said to you, like in the midst of that scene, like because it popped in my head or whatever, now I'm going to take away your hearing and I'm going to take away your sight, mm-hmm. and I've not discussed it with you, and you mm-hmm. was like, okay. And like, once you've given me that consent and then boom, that for me, part of that fantasy is like you not being aware and then me presenting that so to you. Deciding it in the moment. Deciding that like, in the actually, moment. Actually, do you know what? What would make this 10 times better? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes it has to come from raw stimulation. Sometimes it is something that you think about over a course of a week. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? What do you classify as a fantasy though? Because I think people have different, I guess, ideas of what that is. I feel like mine's changed. So when I was younger, I would say a fantasy of like something that was like probably unattainable. Like one day it'd be amazing to do, but I probably never will do yeah. this. Yeah. And I remember one specific one. Can I give you an example? Yeah. I When I was younger, I used to watch a lot, a lot, a lot of porn. I still actually do now. <laughs> I still enjoy this. Shock. Where people are getting, a girl's getting an oily massage off a guy. And then he's like... It turns into sex, basically. Slowly But there's very specific things, and I've discussed this with you, very specific things that happen within it that I'm just like, that that exact thing there is something I really want to happen. I remember for years thinking that and then getting with somebody, this was a few years ago, and being like, this is a fantasy I've got. I'm actually doing it. Mm. And then being like, oh, like, yeah, it was great, but like... I feel like the fantasy of it was more exciting than actually better. doing it. Yeah, so the fantasy is always better than the reality, right? Because yeah. you build it so much more up in your head. Yeah. However, in the case of something like that, right, maybe it wasn't enough build-up. Maybe it wasn't set the way that it you wanted it to be. specific enough. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But you're... Subbe. So, like, you're not going to give the specific rules yeah, that you want to for whatever and whatever. However, if you'd have said that to me, right, in my opinion, and this is... Same for anyone listening out there, right? You've got this fantasy. I would have sat there with you and scripted it fully, like down to the fine details. Yeah. Like, do you want candles in the room? Do you want a certain smell in the room? Like, what are we doing beforehand? Do you want it dim? Do you want it lit? Mm-hmm. How do you want it, right? And like, I think with a fantasy, like if so, if it's something that you really want to attain to as well, getting it as close to the, the to what it is in your head 
is the only way you can attain it. Obviously, we all have fantasies. You you have a fantasy day today of like, oh, I might just go home tonight and just like pin her against the wall and fuck her, right? Yeah. That might that might be fantasy for the day, and you go home and you do it. It's great, but like in your head, it was more like passionate and raw and like you're fucking punching hole in the cupboard. Oh, like yeah, this is so true. But in reality, it's just like it's really good hot sex. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. and and that's that's fine. Yeah, but like a fantasy to me is like it's never going to be attained. But I think having that is enough to get you something good. Mm-hmm. So I suppose as well, it always keeps you striving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always searching for the next. Yeah. How to make it better next time, yeah. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like. Uh, and and in our world, fantasy is the only reason why people get into it anyway. To, kink is not, to me, some of the things that people can do in a kink event, they would never be able to do at home, say, because they don't have the right equipment, yeah. they don't have the right setting, it's not Space, sexy enough, yeah. whatever, right? And then, like, if you're just, like, a regular office Joe day-to-day and then your girlfriend says to you, right, and this is for the nillers out there, I know, because this is, this is great to me, if, if you was a regular, like, office Joe and you're just slaving away in your cubicle, whatever the fuck, right, and then your girlfriend sends you a nude at the table, she never does it, right, she sends you a nude on, on your WhatsApp and so, when she's like, when you get home tonight, I want you to do this, this, and this to me, you will fucking, your fantasies will, that would set you off for a week, wouldn't it? You'd go home, you'd do that, <laughs> blah, 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 and then literally you'd be like, yeah, we're going to go to fucking a dogging spot and shag like yeah. it, do, do you know what I mean like because uh, like it, it's shit like that that like it's it's like the kin- like I said porn's a good kindling to get you going on that sort of shit but yeah. like with some raw fantasies like that it just takes for one person to be one way and it leads the other I think for for women often more than men that build up that you're talking about there of laying little like suggestions mm. and doing little things to build up to it is what really will get a girl going yeah because yeah. we're less likely. Was it you were saying this too not long ago? Girls are way less likely to just suddenly decide that the horny and want sex. Yeah. We need that preamble. And if it starts hours before being texted by saying this is what's going to happen when you get home, mm-hmm. like that is how to get a girl going. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I've literally just been reading a, a, a like a whole like Reddit conversation about this from a sex therapist, mm. and she was talking about um, foreplay for women starts six hours before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's talking about like when you get home from work and you just like so like later on you you know like I want to do this and it's just a suggestion and then like you're having wine over dinner or whatever and then you're just like playing with each other and touching each other a little bit and then like maybe you're on the couch watching something on telly or whatever and then like you're just having a little tease or whatever mm-hmm. and then by the time you've made it to the bedroom she's already fully like I am fucking good to go mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like I think that's as a as a guy. I already know, like I can say certain stuff to you to prime you well in advance, mm-hmm. right? But I don't think enough men and women are very aware of that. For guys, and, no. and this happens for guys as well. There's there's times like I've said to you that like I'm just not just not, not feeling yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you'll do something or start doing something, mm-hmm. and then like the fantasies are kicking in. Oh right, okay, and now you're tied up to the wall, and I've you know I've got you hostage. <laughs> I think the the point we're making here is like laying out that fantasy to your partner is the perfect way to set up something that you're gonna do. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. And get yeah. somebody going. Mm-hmm. And do you think that all so so you've wrote down there? But like, do you genuinely believe that most fantasies come from porn? Um, no, I think it sparks the imagination, and I think most things it's like I've seen this somewhere. And I want to, I want to do a bit of this and a bit of that, and you tailor it into something that's exactly yeah. what you want. But 
I don't think everyone's imagination is big enough to come out up with their original it, okay. idea. So in our world, have you ever been at a kink event, seen something and go, I want to do that? Yeah. What was it? Do you remember? Probably pretty tame stuff from when I first started getting into it. Like needles. And then I'd then start uh... doing it. Yeah, probably. This is less sexy stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But think... even still, though, the idea of you wanting to do that still attains to a fantasy, right? I can right? guarantee like 90% of anything I would want to do would come from porn. At least, if not more than 90%. I'd say about eight, yeah. And then, obviously, like, the events that I originally started going to, in mm. comparison to what you did, like, very different. But, like, when I'd seen, like, you know, some like some of the stuff that I saw around that time, it led me. And then there was, like, Tumblr, where, like, yeah. it was very, very, like, hyper-fantasy-orientated. The photography stuff was all definitely trying to capture, like, what was in the back of your mind. And I'll give him a shout out again now, but like someone like uh, Four Chambers and mm-hmm. the the little sex films that they make, their little dirty smut films and what mm-hmm. Vex is doing, like that they've really captured how to get a fantasy. Even with just, you know, like mm. from when you saw the breast milk one. <laughs> We're back on the breast milk, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, because literally, like we'd only ever briefly spoke. I don't even think we'd really even spoken about like that sort of kink for us at that point. And then when you, when I shown you like and said to you what it was about and I shown you those four, like what was it? Six or seven clips with no sex or anything involved or whatever no, on Instagram. It's a suggestion, isn't it? And you was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's in your mind and it's planted like it's it's the inception thing, isn't it? It plants the idea in your head. Yeah, and then you do with that what you will and turn yeah. it into however you think you could make it a reality. I guess. Yeah. But even and that, that's another thing. The fantasy is like it doesn't have to become a reality. It can just be like, oh, it'd be so hot if one day I did that, but I'm never gonna do it. Yeah. So like, I have some fantasies like that. that I don't think I will ever fulfil. The thought of it is just enough of an excitement for me. Mm. What are your current fantasies? So we had this conversation about this the other day, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And like, I I think all of ours comes back somewhat to sort of like the same thing that we'd be definitely searching on porn. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, for sure. Like, for example, I would love to do the multiple check glory hole thing where like there's multiple girls in various positions in glory holes and I just go over on like free use on all of them and like have my way and whatever that's definitely one fantasy that's mm-hmm. in the back of my mind while I'm fucking getting myself off that is one of the ba- things that I'm thinking in the back of my mind yeah. that is feasible and could definitely happen but it's like it's a big fantasy man. obviously CNC is one of my main things one of my ideal scenes would be to have multiple girls in sort of a capture situation so like bound gagged blindfolded ear intake away whatever and then me and multiple guys are just like doing things with them in the space taking turns, whatever, passing them around, and then making the others watch. Mm-hmm, okay. That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of like the way that you would expect that sort of scene to go, but with the element of making the girl watch what's then going to probably happen to her. Yeah. And that's that's a one in the back of my mind that I always think about. Okay. Another fantasy. I've got a fucking... Obviously, I'm the worst person <laughs> to ask. But I've got a... Um, <laughs> another fantasy that I've got is the... It's a, it's a bit of a left-field one, this. Okay. But, like... I really got into Little Dicky the rapper had a whole joke in his TV series about getting a milking table. Have you seen him? Well, where a guy lies down in it and there's a hole in it. Yeah, and his dick just comes through yeah, 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 I'd, yeah, love to, I'd, I'd love to give a milking table a crack. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even for me, like, genuinely, it's like, like when I was, like, he made yeah, the joke. Yeah, with that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah, yeah. I think the mint. <laughs> like, I don't know how I feel about it, though. It's me and my little udder again, isn't it? Yeah, it's your freaking udder. <laughs> 
Different position, though. What's yours? I feel like it's just dead relaxing for you, that, and you'd get a good... It's like a massage, isn't it? I'd just yeah, be lay there yeah. and then shit happens. What I kind of like about it is it's like you're trapped under the table. So oh, the sub in me so comes out you immediately of like, made it a I'm servicing thing. you under the yeah, table. Yeah, like you can't come out from under there until yeah, whatever. So, I've done so I'd, what put I the ca- I'd just make a cage, wouldn't I? I'd just put you in a cage. They when do exist. Milking cages. By the way, if anyone wants to give us one of those, you can... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know where to put it in my house. <laughs> yeah, try and explain that to you. Parents. <laughs> it's for a dog. <laughs> Every time we get something, it's like, well, we're going to add this in case my parents come around and see it. The spreader bar is the best. <laughs> that, that whole, like, yeah, metal setup that our friend gave us. <laughs> Jesus. Just propped up in your fucking tool cupboard. <laughs> and you, you, when I said to you, when I said to you, if your parents ask what this is, what are you going to say? You're going to, oh, it's just some metal that Jake left here. Yeah, I'm just going to blame it on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just say it's part of a goal. Because it wasn't that obvious what it was, but obviously we know what it is. So yeah. It makes it worse. <laughs> okay, so what's your fantasies? Um, okay, so I don't know if I will ever do this. This is what I just, I literally just said, sometimes they need to stay fantasies and I don't know how I feel about it. But it's like a CNC style gangbang where I am like, basically what you've just described, but yeah. just me in a room with a lot of men. Yeah, yeah you want more Using guys, me in whatever way they want yeah, and I yeah. give away all power. Yeah. But the thought of it, I'm not going to lie, terrifies me. It excites me one minute and it terrifies me another. So we when we spoke about this the other day, you said you'd want to know you'd want to know the guys, but yeah. like you don't want to know them in the scene, so you keep like they wear masks or whatever, right? Yeah, probably. You want to know they're all tested, which is fine, hundred percent. And also, you'd want to know that, like, if the, much like any other king, if there was any point where you was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to have a panic attack" or whatever, straight away all of us would be like, "Right, Lan, we'll pull you out of this." Uh huh. So it'd be like you would be you'd you would have to literally be next I'd to me at all scene, times. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to be leaving yeah, yeah. the scene, and I'd have to be able to directly communicate with you at all. I times. think a lot of girls have got that fantasy, you know. Yeah, I think it's just the ultimate relinquish of control in it. it, it you couldn't be any less because submitting in, in to control. one guy is one thing, right? Yeah. But like submitting submitting to a 10 plus guys is porn level shit. Would it be better if I did a, just a normal gangbang scene before I did that kind of scene mm. or not? Because when you do a normal gangbang scene, you see all of these people, you're more in control, right? Mm. There's more of a, in a way of performance to it. The element of having everything taken away from you makes it easier to just let it happen, which would be easier to complete. How many do you can? Would you say four guys is a gangbang? So, so me being the fifth, four other guys, yeah, and then you. At least. So, if it was a regular gangbang situation, obviously I can't speak for this. I've had no experience of it. If it was a regular gangbang situation, I imagine with the sort of connection that's there, you are interacting with them, whatever. You've then got to divvy that whole load up. Whereas when you fully alleviate sight, mm-hmm. touch, hearing whatever, you are just an object to be used then, right? Yeah. So, like, that's a different element. You can go to your sort of subspace in your head. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've ever used the term subspace on it. <laughs> and you can just let the things happen and get yeah. off on it, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you know then that you're this dirty thing that's being used, blah, 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 blah. In a regular gangbang, obviously, we'd have to give it a crack. Who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. You would probably have to be in the sort of headspace of, like, I'm going to service all of these people. But yeah, then you, but in you, more of it, like a, I am gonna like put out my best work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write top shagging material. I'm, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. definitely. But I feel like it would give me. I think like 
what you just said there about like, I suppose it would be easier to like kind of lay back and take it and service, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it would, having a normal gangbang would get me in the mindset of allowing these people into my personal space. To do it Having that many people inside me, right? Because that's a big thing to get past. That's crazy, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't imagine it until it happens. I don't think I'd ever imagine what that would feel like. So that, I'd get over that mental barrier by doing it that way. But I think if I was doing that style, like a normal gangbang, I'd have to like the people even more. I'd have to like genuinely like want to to have sex with people. It's a lot of guys to get along with. Do you know what I mean? And like, not just that, like, obviously we'd have to, if anyone who listens to this podcast, by the way, has ever been in a, like a gangbang situation like that, where it's multiple guys, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Is it easier to not really give a fuck about them or would you prefer to know the people? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, a great question. Um, I know if it was like the situation where I'm doing the whole this is this is probably why it's the fantasy for me of doing the whole like multiple free use check glory hole situation mm. whatever. I don't really want to have to you know connection for me is a big deal mm-hmm. eye contact and all that type of shit on a regular basis. However, the the reason why that check fantasy thing for me is a is a thing is because all of these girls are getting off on the fact that they're being used. And yeah, they don't give a fuck about me and I don't give a fuck about them, and. The connection that we're having is solely for pleasure. Yeah. So it takes away from what I normally like. So it's pushing mm, it my boundary in that respect, yeah. right? Mm. So like even in the height of like my most intense CNC scene that I've told you about, like where me and that guy was fucking that girl and we branded her and we, you know, we, we hit her and whatever. Mm. Like the point when she was like tied up and I was fucking her, like holding her up from the ceiling like she was restrained and tied from the ceiling i was still making eye contact to her and like i can imagine like like with a balaclava on do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm fucking and doing whatever and then the guy next to me is prepping for the branding yeah so like she's seeing that out the corner of her eye but i'm really fucking her and pounding her and then like literally like as like the switch in my mind that went off at that point was like once i'd finished and i was done like now she's now going to be branded and that's it and she fully was like in her element do you know what i mean yeah that's hot but again yeah it's, it's, it's like it's, it was very very intense and like to today like if i hadn't have had the before connection for all of that with her i don't think she would have felt anywhere near as comfortable or whatever mm-hmm. and the guy, even the guy that was involved was like say we like we was good friends at the time we all got on. yeah like it was it was really really comfortable yeah and we just all knew what was going to happen and it was fucking mint it's <laughs> Right, well, we need to start taking some of these fantasies off. So anyone wants a gangbang? <laughs> <laughs> so we need around four to five guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a size queen, lads, so don't worry about that too much. Just be cool. Get along with us on a good level. We uh, cannot use this podcast to uh, elicit. Please isn't have a clear that, STI test. No, 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 no. <laughs> soliciting for sex. It's not soliciting for anything. It's just a mere suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock Holmes couldn't catch us anyway um, that, that was fucking really really educational mm-hmm. I feel like we've again given a lot away about ourselves should we move on to our kinky confessions yes yes let's okay so got three kinky they're not none of these are actually confessions they're all questions asking for advice like we're the oracles of knowledge please don't ever think <laughs> of us as the oracles of knowledge no. i immediately went from saying that casting couches were bad to saying that i was beating my dick to casting couches <laughs> <laughs> don't believe a word we say is what we're saying Hypocrites. no all it's all just our opinions so take of it what you will yeah right so um number one Hi, loving the podcast. It's a great addition to slide in between Infinite Monkey Cage and Desert Island Disc. I have a question about kinking with kids. 
Not sure if that's one of those um, sentences where it's super important where the comma goes. <laughs> Right. Basically, my wife and I have been kinking outside a formal scene setting for a number of years and have some friends we know who are more formally active and we find it hard to go to events and stuff. Although we'd like to, it's kind of hard with having kids as overnight babysitting is hard to come by and comes with baggage in terms of explaining where we're going, etc. Understandable. We've had threesomes outside of a kink setting before and really relate to your views on ENM and poly generally and really feel the same way, which makes the next bit important. Essentially, we're trying to find ways of meeting other couples who have kids and or unicorns who are interested in keeping the kink alive within a busy family environment. Mm. It's important for us that we can be platonic normalish friends through the day and freaky as fuck once the kids are asleep. Any ideas? Welcome. Yours, Park Rat. Right. My first first thought there, again, is like, obviously you can do it without having a kid. Yeah. Like, everyone's been with... I've had partners who've had kids and play partners who've had a kid and they just work their life around it. We know people in the scene who are very formal mm-hmm. in the scene who've got marriages and kids and yeah. they have play partners and whatever. Time management is obviously the fucking big key there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to make sure that there is, like, a time that you... Even if it's, like, a fucking month in advance, like, get it in the diary, get a child mander sorted, mm-hmm. and then you'll be fucking thinking about that that whole fucking time while you again back into the fantasy thing there you're going to be like literally while the while you fucking making pat lunch in the morning he'll whisper in your ear i'm gonna fucking nail you later with that guy or whatever <laughs> do you know what i mean like but like again there's no there's nothing to say that just because you've got something like a kid or a fucking responsibility or a whatever doesn't mean you can't be involved in a formal scene or have a, uni- a unicorn would probably be easier really right because like if someone on your level say it's a unicorn who's got a kid Right, mm-hmm. and then they get their babysitter. You get their babysitter. Blah, blah 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 blah. You meet up. You have some hotel fun, maybe, so you don't have to do it at home. Anyone else outside that lifestyle as well would just assume that you're going out for the weekend with your partner. You, you give us a fuck. Yeah, I mean? you just make up a few outliers. Yeah, just you, you can bury it nice and easy. I think the the difficult thing is doing it outside of the home, which I understand. And the guys that we had on last week, we talked about this, where they don't do yeah, any so of it at answer. home. Yeah, yeah, they only will do it in a swingers club. Yeah, nothing at home because so got that's kids. actually yeah. the better way to go about yeah. it in a way, isn't it? Because you don't have to work around. Yeah, yeah. So in like the house that, with you. Or I bet, do you know what the swinging world would be the first point of call? I reckon because most of the people in the swinging world are married couples. Right, that's just a, Very a, a, common, yeah. quite common, and then there's obviously single ladies, single men occasionally, mm. whatever. Right, I reckon a couple of conversations at the right kind of like swinging club, whether you've got a local one to you or whatever, you get on f- fucking fab or fucking fat or whatever, and you put a post out or whatever, vet some people, set up a fucking jot form if you want to. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Do, do you know what I mean? Like, but do it, do it properly and vet the people and. I, that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, Keep it I, think, anonymous. I think it's making it clear that that is something that is part of your life. So they're aware of that's something that they might have to work around. Yeah. yeah. So I dated somebody once. I said dated. I didn't. I literally just played with him like twice. And he had a wife and kids. And it was all, you know, it was poly. It was all open, whatever. But it became a problem for me because I was a single person and the only responsibility I had was a nine to five job. Yeah. So I wanted to be able to go out and do things whenever, whenever basically. And he was obviously had a lot of limitation on what he could do. Okay. And it didn't work for me that because I wanted more freedom, yeah, basically. Yeah, so yeah. it didn't last 
just purely because he would always be cancelling because of the kids. And, they, and it was always because of the kids. And I was yeah. like, I'm not here for this because I don't need that tying me down. But that's not to say that there isn't single people without kids that wouldn't be prepared to deal with that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah of course. Everyone's got their own ways of dealing with it. But if you say from the get-go, this is, you know, this is something that is involved in our life. So we need to work around that. Most people will go and go, oh, okay. Yeah, that's for me or that's not. Like, just be honest from the get-go and then I'm sure it'll be fine. That's my advice. Yeah. I think that's the healthiest way to do it. And obviously, if you... Clearly, you're not alone in this. Like, just have the right... The same way you would put on a dating profile. Put out there that you've got kids and you want to play outside mm-hmm. of the house. Or you want to have, like, a set weekend where it happens, whatever, once a month. Make Just police the way that you would anything else. Treat it as a hobby. And then, then you can't exclude yourself from it as well. Do you know what that's I mean? That's a really good point, treating it as a hobby. Yeah. It's something you enjoy doing. So, like... And it's not something that has to be just, like, a dirty little secret like it doesn't it, obviously you don't want to tell in everyone, the grand scheme like, of things yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be something you do like really on the sly this can become part of your life and it's okay if it's part yeah. of your life yeah so treat it as that yeah, treat yeah. it as though you're going to the gym or whatever yeah. like, go and be a dirty fucker on the weekend i say like kink is one of my hobbies yeah, we, yeah. we both say that don't we yeah, yeah. like because it is yeah. like and you spend a good amount of time on it therefore it's a hobby of yours so. yeah it's fine to do okay look at us giving good advice though it was good advice <laughs> um okay next one um while talking dirty the other overnight, my husband admitted that he fantasizes about my friends when he masturbates. <laughs> In the heat of the moment, it was hot and sexy. That's why he shared it. But now I feel conflicted. Now he's saying most guys do this. Is he right? That's anonymous. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, like, I mean, it's it, like you can't help but find someone hot, right? Yeah. So like fucking like it. it's funny <laughs> that he mentioned it because like. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'd be... I'm not going to say... Like, if you said to me, do you think such and such a person's hot, I wouldn't... Because I, I would, I'm going to be always honest with you about most We're things. very open about a lot of things, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, the however... was was the, did it? Let me just backtrack a sec. Were they in the heat of the moment when this happened? And he yeah, mentioned... in the heat of the moment, it was hot and sexy, so I'm presuming they were doing something sexy. So she gets off on the fact that he gets off on her friends? No, no, he just admitted it and she thought, oh, that's hot, he's admitted that. But then afterwards she's like, So she does She does find it hot then? She did in the moment, now she's not sure. Now she's not sure, yeah. right, okay. So what was, what's changed then? Like, is it, because obviously right then, right then and there as well, you, everyone can say this, I can say this, you probably have the same shot with me. Shit can be said in a sexual context that you will be like, oh my God, yes. And then the second you take it out of a sexual context, it's like, uh, I'm not, not horny sure. anymore. I'm not horny anymore. Yeah. I'm not got a horny brain. Totally. Right? So have a conversation about it and like make sure that it, do not let any sort of clouds dwell above that because then you'll start seeing your friends different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You need to take the power away from it. So it's, it's again, this, look at us using the communication thing again. You need to speak <laughs> to your partner. In my opinion, you need to speak to your partner and just say like, right, what is it you find hot? Da, 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 da. That's fine. And literally, we're all human. You'll probably find some of his mates fucking hot. I'm yeah. assuming it's a male and a female there. Eh? And I'm yeah. guessing that he'd be like, oh, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. I agree. I think it's just people's mindsets and girls can get a bit more jealous about this kind of things than guys can. Yeah, you don't want someone stealing your man. Right, so... But your best mate's not going to do it. No, just because he's, like, thinking that they're hot and he's fantasising. I don't know. I don't know. It's just mindset, in it? I think, to be honest, where what went wrong here is he probably just shouldn't have told her. I don't think they need to know. If you, if, if you, if your wife is not that open-minded, don't tell her that. She don't need to know. Maybe a little bit up first. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, like... 
I'm, I'm just going to make a shit name for one of my mates here. Like, don't be like mid sex and be like, oh, yeah, fucking Janet look hot. The <laughs> you other day. Gonna say stupid. <laughs> well, not stupid name. Sorry, Janet. Just, <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm just, I'm just throwing something out there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but no, back to, back to what I was saying. The, the fantasy is when you're in the heat of the moment, he's talking about, you know, finding one of your friends attractive or whatever, and you're bouncing off that and going, oh, would you ever involved? Whatever. Da, 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 da. Then you can't, ex- can't not expect that to be something that he's going to think about. However, in the heat of the moment, we all say some shit. It's not always going to be the case. Yeah, it's the friends bit though, isn't it? If you were just like, I don't know, mentioning somebody random, but when it's your mates. Right. I'm not saying I agree with this. I couldn't care less, but... I do get why some girls get worried about stuff You've got like that. a very different I get mind, it. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what I would say maybe then is don't say anything about <laughs> this. Yeah, like, the... But then again, I'm we're the worst people to ask when it comes to this shit. Like, but the, the, I'm not going to be fucking did... you, though, and go like, oh, I'm not going to say any names. Like, blah, 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 blah. I would fucking fuck her, whatever. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I'd like it in the middle of sex. No. No, I don't think I would. I'd be like, why are you thinking about that right no. now? Like, you fucking big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't, yeah. But, but well, no, he said when he masturbates, he thinks about them. Right. Anyway, at the end, anyway, <laughs> what, what the, the, the question is, is he right? Like, do most guys do this? And I think the, we're saying the answer is I yeah. find some of your friends hot. I don't yeah. wank over them. Oh, right, okay. Not hot enough. Not hot enough. I hope you're all listening now. Don't fancy her. <laughs> tight that. Be slutty. I fit friends, you're tight. <laughs> okay, um, my girlfriend and I want to try fisting, but we have some questions. We're both into it and have decided mm. to start the journey ourselves. We also like watching girls who use giant dildos and stuff like that and into gaping, but we both have some questions about the side effects of doing this. Yep. Will normal sex sensations and feeling chains after achieving this this kind of thing? She's a bit worried about me not being able to feel that much when penetrating her with my penis. And in the other hand, I'm wondering if she will stop feeling that much just with my penis. When we started dating, she couldn't handle that much inside her. And up to date, sometimes putting two fingers still feels like it can hurt. And mm-hmm. I must go very slow. Some other days, it feels like she could put the whole hand inside. So I'm a bit lost on the subject. Help. Anonymous. Right. Okay. You you speak first. We're does it does it change the feeling? So I always say if we're gonna do fisting, it's after you've penetrated me because I, I can't feel as much. Yeah. Because it has been yeah. stretched. And if if I fuck you after I've fisted you, mm-hmm. you do feel looser. Looser. Yeah. It, it's science, right? That's it's science. going to happen. Ten to twelve hours later, wear and tear and all that. You you say Less sooner. Than that. Right, An hour. You'd, you'd feel right. Okay. You, no, I can't. Actually, maybe not. A few hours later, you'd be able to have Small normal sex again, right? What I'm on about there though is every time you fist someone, there is going to be some cutting and bleeding, no matter how big or small. <sighs> Generally, yeah. Generally speaking, even with a, even with a small mm. hand, do you know what I mean? But yes, it's going to change the feeling. So do the penetration before, as you've just said. Yeah. Right. The other thing is the intensity. You need to speak about that because if this is a like if they're doing this journey together. Right, mm-hmm. you you've got to be you've got to be really ready for it. You've got to be horny to be fisted. So this, I won't do fisting all the time. If you were to just like, I'm gonna fish you, I'd be just like, what? Like I've got to really want to do it. I've got yeah. to really, you literally, you you put hit the nail on the head there. You've got to really be horny to do this kind of thing. You've got to be really, really relaxed. You've got to be prepared, and your partner's got to be prepared to warm it up and build it up yeah, to that yeah. point. It's never just gonna go straight in unless yep. you have a magical vagina. And if you are, like, yeah. well done you. But um, it does take some warming up, just like it does in the ass. Also, point out they've not actually said vagina or ass here. 
Okay. I'm going to presume vagina because we're talking about penis. You've, you've never in... been fisting the arse, have you? I haven't, and I don't like it, and I won't do it. Yeah, um, way too much for you, innit? I just, I don't want to ruin my arsehole, let's be honest. Yep, and that's the, the other thing that they've mentioned there. So I'm going to touch on this point now. Yeah. I have fisted someone in the arse. So, what I will say is, that... A lot easier than a pusser. Yeah, it is, yeah. It goes in a lot quicker. However, the the person in question here was a bit of an anal queen. Yeah. So what I will say is, if you're doing pusser, you've got you've got your fucking you've got your doctor's orders there from us when it comes to that, and everything will be fine. Ass, and yes, there is things to be worried about there. Is it gonna happen the first ten times? No. No. Is it gonna happen the first thirty times? No. What'll happen is eventually there's potential that you'll get so comfortable that you can push yourself way further than mm-hmm. before, right? I've never been in a situation where I've done this regularly, so I can't speak for this. We know some people who can do amazing things with their bumhole, mm-hmm. right? And they've not started gaping yet. However, eventually, somewhere along the line, science does say you are going to fuck up, right? And then it's, it is the big fear, right? And if you're into it, fair play you know, to you. Some people want to achieve that, don't they? Yeah, some people want to achieve, but you you have to get a surgery to correct it. So yeah, it's up to you. Not, does yeah. Does the... Does the risk outweigh the the fantasy? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What I will say is, obviously, there's tutorials for this shit online as well. So go and watch mm-hmm. a couple of them and you know you learn can, from the people who know what they're doing. You can also buy fisting toys now. So if your fist is too big for her, you can buy fisting toys that are smaller. Yeah. yeah. So we bought one, but it's still it's a bit big, in it? Yeah, you struggle. It's too much. We nearly got it. We haven't got week. your fist inside me yet. No. But Nearly. I've had girls' fists inside me because they're nice and petite. Yeah, girls have pretty little fists that can go inside you. <laughs> you do. When when a girl's involved, I'm just like, can you can put you a fist, fist in me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's usually... It's like a treat. You, yeah, you're like a treat. It is because I can't get it from you. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. of the best things, actually, uh, like to suggest there as well is if you if you do play with another girl, by the way, is making you two fist each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a mutual pleasure thing there that you can get and if you're the guy involved it is really hot to watch in my opinion mm. um, I really enjoy that um, and it's also like a it's kind of like a sisterhood thing you're having a moment wearing each other like puppets yeah like you're having the moment where both of you are experiencing the same level of like intensity it's so overwhelming and like you will definitely get you, and you'll, you get off on the fact of how extreme it is as yeah, well because it's, well, it's, it's very it's so hot but it's like it's well extreme mm-hmm. and yeah but when it comes to fucking and stuff like that uh, uh, half a day later and you'll be alright yeah probably I mean just give you a vagina rest it's going to be sore that's that's it and then yeah. it'll be fine just snaps right back just be ready to do a bit of like clean up and first aid no no do you make that sound well extreme oh I just always say that sometimes I get a little bit of blood when yeah, it, when it's yeah, when yeah. It's been if in you there. do it right and you take your time, you're not going to be like whatever. But like, if you, if it's going to be a bit more, if you say it's a rough scene, then it's yeah, yeah you're you, going you, to you're going yeah. to need to be but careful. Then some people like that yeah, pain, yeah. so yeah. have fun, kids. But make sure you've got a first aid kit in the house. <laughs> 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 All right, we're leaving it there then. I think we're wrapping. Yeah, episode five. Woo! In the bag. Thanks very much, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. If you'd like to submit a kinky confession, please send in your stories, questions and confessions to whipsandgigglespodcast at gmail.com. If you feel like you'd be a good guest, please reach out to us on whipsandgigglespodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our socials, our Instagram and our TikTok. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. We would appreciate it. Thanks very much, guys. Toodle pip.